fantastic. How you doing, man? So good. Man, so good to see you, bro. Damn. Look behind you, bro. Those stars behind you? It's twinkling away. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun over here. What I'm thinking a lot about is um, people letting people down. Oh, wow. That, that's kind of like the what I've been thinking about a lot lately, right, is how people who you've known for 10 years, five years, 15 years, they do something that is in your eyes unacceptable and then it throws off the whole relationship. And I imagine even during these times, right, these very hard times, people are very sensitive. People are more sensitive than ever. And it's very easy to allow a relationship. It could be a marriage. It could be a friendship to completely fall apart because you, you're not whole. But either way, let's have fun. Now, uh, we were um, going to be engaged in the Jiu-Jitsu Lifestyle Summit um, this year. And so for me, it's really special that we're still able to connect and share in this way. Mm-hmm. And the, the last few years that I had been on this, um, this trip to engage in the activities that you put together really made a, a difference in my life. The, really, the, the, the space to connect, the time to reflect, and, and not just in the physical aspects of jujitsu, but as a human being, you know? And, and today we're gonna to be looking at um, that whole thing, you know, and, and your, yeah. your, your take on, on, the, on the connections we make and um, how we can assist each other through these challenging times. Yes, I always, when I thought about the jujitsu Lifestyle Summit, and just in general, I think that, you know, if we can set the scene for people to connect with other people in through jujitsu and even beyond jujitsu, even beyond the mat, why not do it? So the jujitsu lifestyle summit served as that. And I'm sure you have felt that you uh, have created connections between yourself and people that you met there at these events, that the connections go far beyond you guys doing jujitsu together, right? It could be, even if you have a conversation with somebody once every four or five months, right through the computer you still you now know that person you have a little bit of a friendship and i think that's special and especially during times like these you can't have you know you can't have too many solid connections but then again that that word solid right there that's what i want to talk about that word solid yeah let's get into that yeah so a, a while back i saw somebody wrote something like you know you spend years and years and years building trust and these amazing relationships only to allow one incident, incident, one day, one event to completely derail a friendship of 10, 20 years. And I, I feel like that's, that's a very interesting uh, comment. And I do agree that amazing relationships have fallen apart based off of one person's, you know, inconsiderate acts or, you know, displays of pain. Like when someone is in pain, they do things sometimes that can be hurtful. And, and then I think about myself and I think about how I personally have, have had people in my life say or do things that I, I kind of caught myself, got myself at a crossroads where if I allowed what they just said or did to penetrate too deeply 
then I would completely cut the relationship and I would drop that person and we would, you know, no longer have communication. But I think about the, the, the phrase or the, the quote that we don't want to take anything personal. Mm. And there have been a handful of times where people have done things to me that like I said, are unacceptable acts. But instead of completely dropping the last 15, 20 years of love and friendship and respect and mutual and care, I, I look at the person and I, I ask myself the question, I ask like, are they doing this because they're against me? Because they wanna hurt me? Or are they doing this because they're going through something and they're having a hard time and they're in pain. And this is them just showing me their pain in a way that is kind of affecting me a little bit. And I've never once believed that the person did this from a place of wanting to hurt me. And it has lifted a huge weight off of my shoulders and you know, it has allowed me to exist with people and give and love more freely because when you're afraid of people hurting you, of people, I guess, doing wrong towards you, then you, you don't invest fully. You don't give yourself fully. But because... I'm not too concerned about that, right? I can give and love so fully and so freely. And if you talk about me behind my back or you share something that's private about me to somebody else or you lie to me about money or something happens, when you do these things, like I, I have the practice of looking at that person and saying, man, I wonder what you're going through. I wonder what is the need? What do you need in your life? And I can, I can bet that what they need is they need to work on themselves. They have, they have voids and pain inside of them that they have not addressed yet and they have not worked on. So therefore, our relationship, because they have these voids, which all of us do, they basically, they do something which is to throw pain on me. And this, it, again, it falls back to the belief that nothing is personal. And it's, a, it's an amazing survival skill because even those that have done things that have lied to me, that have deceived me, I can still message them six months later, two months later and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Of course, there might've been a moment where I was a little bit, ah, I felt something, but and then I release them. And when I release them, I'm releasing myself. That's really powerful. And you cover quite a few things I'd, I'd love to explore a bit further. And before we do that, I want to say uh, hello to Stephen, to Zega, to Pam, to Elaine, to Jenny. Um, Zega says, please tell Professor Gracie that uh, Zega, the tree climber, very much enjoyed his seminar at Professor Khan's Academy in London. Um, I remember Zager. Yeah. Um, 
I have to thank um, Professor Cohn for introducing me to you in the first place. Um, he, he's a wonderful um, instructor and a, a great man. Great and I, yeah, real great guy. Um, Jenny, yeah, hi, how you doing? Zega, the wisdom of Professor Hero, and I always learn a lot from him. So um, yeah, and, and Alice, Alison is saying just catching up and, and loving this. So, you know, a lot of people are, are, are tuned in and um, I wanted to touch upon what you said about solid and this whole notion of permanence. And I feel, st and, and sometimes we get caught up in this thing of things being the same forever. It may be that you have had this relationship for 20 something years, but who knows, tomorrow it may have to leave, have to dissolve and, yeah. and that's okay. And I wanted to ask, I just maybe wanted to ask you to expand upon that because I think it's a great uh, topic yeah. especially for now in this transitionary time. Yeah, I love it. And I, right, the relationship that you have for, you know, 20 days or two months or 10, 20 years, it, when it ceases to exist, when that relationship ends, the relationship still served us for those two days, 20 days, two months, two years. And, and now you just moved on. You just, you just go on to the next. And as you drop that relationship, you will build others. But the problem is that we identify with that relationship and we feel like when the person leaves us or when we're you know, told that we can't work somewhere anymore, we take that as if we're not good enough. We take it personal and we don't appreciate it for what it was. This is very difficult, right? My, my wife could leave me tomorrow and I could be in pain about how she's telling me I'm not enough of a man. Or I can be so happy that we've had 12, 13 years and two amazing children and 13 years of great experiences, at least on my side, right? So <laughs> there's, there's just beauty in appreciating the things that you have in the time that you have them. And this idea you said, permanence, right? That's, there's only one thing that's true, and that is the law of impermanence. Nothing is forever. Right. And uh, I, I really like what you shared about pain. And when things happening, happen, we often feel it's to do with us and, and, and forget that maybe there's some other stuff going on with the person, that they're in pain and they're dealing with so much and that we're just yeah. not aware. And how can we be aware if we're not able, if they're not communicating, but because we're not existing in their heads. Yes, whatever people, they, whatever people say or do is just a reflection of, of them, of their inner state, right? You, you, when you asked me to come speak to you and it has nothing to do with you, it has to do with how I'm feeling. You can right. think it's because he owns my friend and we've built a friendship and he likes me and he appreciates me, but it has much less to do with that and more to do with Right now in this state, I am in a state of wanting to connect and give. Yeah, love it. Mm -hmm. I just want to send out some questions. I want to say hello to Glennis, um, who's saying awesome. Anybody would like to, is there anyone like to ask any questions? Uh, please feel free to do so. Type them in the thread and I'll read them out. Um, everyone's just really responding quite well to the, the topic. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share along these lines? Yeah, I... Just when it comes to, you know, when anytime something happens where you lose a job, let's say you lose your job, 
I imagine people right now, relationships are under a lot of stress, right? People are, those that are locked down are away from, you know, their hobbies and their work. So you're with your partner more than usual. And as these stresses come up, it's very easy to not want to face them and to want to find something to go escape into. But, and I have even found myself wanting, to, I don't watch TV shows on Netflix, for example, Henner, very rare, I'm not watching any right now. Henner just asked me a couple of days ago, what are you watching on Netflix? And I'm like, mm, nothing. And I no, realized- No Netflix and chill, bro? No, no, I, I like Netflix and chill, but right now during these last two months, there hasn't been anything. Um, so he asked me that and I thought, man, I thought, okay. And I realized the reason why is because Victoria and I have almost gone deeper into our own conversation and our own relationship, communications. And I have a book that she asked me to read that I'm now reading. And I read this book and I read one page and I'm like blown away. And it's called, um, how to get the love you want. Oh, okay. I'm reading this book and I can read it for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then I can talk to her about it for 10, 20, 30 minutes. And there goes our, our hour that we would have otherwise watched a TV show. And doesn't mean that watching a TV show is not easier because you just get to like zone out and no thinking. You're just entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. But this book, it requires some self-reflection. It requires a little bit of courage because when you read the book, you have to have not only the courage to read it, but the courage to be open to change and then to making changes. So it's been a great book and I've been making notes. I have these posters right here next to me that I just, I make, as I read it, I make notes. And I feel like that's one of the blessings of this time at home with my wife is that I'm able to better understand her and myself through a book like this and conversations like, conversations like the one that we have, the ones that we have on a regular basis now, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you raised that. I have, uh, I have, I've had a similar conversation with my partner, Jenny, and uh, we've, we're finding we're spending so much more time uh, just speaking to each other and realizing that often the Netflixes and all that was just a distraction. It's really about escapism. Uh, mm -hmm. often and rather than trying to nurture and feed our minds and our souls and so on yes and when you it's almost like at least i have found myself reading the book for like 15 20 minutes and then i said okay let's go watch something a, a random movie that means nothing but at least i'm getting in the habit of touching this book and touching the conversations and checking in with the person and, and not just immediately running from kids 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 cleaning, 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 feeding, feeding, feeding to all these things straight to a movie, but allowing a little bit of space in between where we slow down and it is beautiful. So uh, what led you to this, this book and what three tips would you give uh, around maintaining a healthy relationship, you know, marriage or partnership in that sense? My, my wife found the book through an, a friend of our, another friend of ours referred it to her. Um, and one of the big things in the book, um, or I guess just, I guess it's from the book, um, but it's really, just really understanding that your partner wants what you want. Everybody wants the same things. Everybody wants love and connection and safety. 
So a lot of times, you know, when there's small arguments and there's a little bit of tension between the two of you, it's just to kind of step back and try to look at it from a very neutral place and not too defensive and realize the person just wants those things. They want that love and connection and to slow down a little bit. You know, I'm very quick to want to defend what I'm saying because it's something that's coming up in my head and I want to defend it when I say it. And maybe someone says something back to what I said. Now I started to get in this, we started to get in this cycle of Victoria calls it a negative cycle. The book calls it a negative cycle of kind of defending and arguing, defending and arguing, but really stepping back and, and just hearing the person and hearing what they're saying and trusting, trusting that they have, they have, they love me. They have my best interest. They're not against me, but they're struggling to find love and connection the same way that I'm struggling to find love and connection. And we both want love and connection in different ways. And five minutes, 10 minutes of, you know, slowing down and not being defensive and fully hearing the person. And my wife always reminds me of the importance of not only listening to the person, the person, but listening and then, um, I guess, repeating what they're saying. Let me, under, let me make sure that I understand what you're saying, kind of validating what my wife is saying. And when I hear what she says, I fully hear what she says, she now feels heard. So it's really allowing your partner to be heard and understanding what they want and slowing down. It's been been very special and I'm still only a blue belt in doing this <laughs> but I realize how important it is for the relationship that I'm in or for all relationships with myself with my own daughters with my kids so Absolutely. I can work on it right now with my wife to get better for my one day 12 16 20 year old children I'm gonna do it and all other friendships people in my life amazing thank you so much for sharing that as we as we come to the end of this um this brief uh, connection today. Uh, I just want to share just a few more um, questions. First of all, say hello to Ham Cohn. Uh, please say hello to Professor Cohn for us. Um, Nisha. What's up, Eddie Cohn? What's up? We're talking about love this week, and we early in the week discussed self love and the importance of that and the importance of connecting with self love so that we can be receptive to the love from external sources. And uh, we, we briefly touched on relationships uh, here and being fully present and hearing our partners, even in a platonic situation, hearing and being truly present so that we can uh, really feel where someone is coming from, really recognize and understand and uh, connect deeply. And so um, I want to thank Professor Hiron Gracie for his time i feel there's been so much value here in terms of our discussion i'm always very inspired when i speak to Hiron. um generally in the jiu-jitsu community um you find a lot of thinkers it's uh, very much a thinking person's martial art i'm not trying to say people in other martial arts don't think but you become a real problem solver for those that are not practitioners and um there's a lot of deep reflection. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about attending the uh, previous Jiu-Jitsu Lifestyle Summits and so on was the 
uh, the, the times that we got to really connect and talk and that really made a difference i also want to thank you all for connecting today i hope it's been useful jenny asked how has jiu-jitsu helped you with love how has it helped you with your mindset around love and dealing with the challenges life throws at you oh wow <laughs> how long do we have <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really excited to hear about what you have to say about your experience with it in that sense um i feel like the big thing that jiu-jitsu has given me is the confidence to know that I'm gonna be okay. So I feel like I have a certain, there's a certain power that is inside of me because of the jiu-jitsu that I have, that I have learned over the years, because of my ability to defend myself, because I feel so powerful in the, in the physical realm, I roll that over into, into my everyday interactions. So now when it comes to my relationships, I can be a little more free, a little more trusting. I can, I can, I can be a little more, I can expose myself more and be more loving because if things don't go according to plan, if the person that in which that I trust, give my trust and love to, you know, decides to uh, abandon me, or, you know, has a different idea of how a relationship is and decides to separate from me, I have, I have myself, right? Mm -hmm. I, I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So I imagine that there are so many people out there that if the relationship ends, they feel a sense of like, oh my gosh, I lost that person. What am I without them? But the most important thing is that every one of us I feel like works on us first. And jujitsu has been a great thing in terms of building me because it, it, it can't really be taken from me. Right. That's lovely because it connects with a question Heather was asking, does it encourage you to love yourself? And uh, we were talking this week about the importance of being able to love ourselves so that we're capable of receiving love from external uh, sources. Yes. Um, and it may be tricky because I don't want to love myself, right? Evandro talks about this. My good friend Evandro talks about this. And he says, it's almost like it's, it's very easy for me to look at the fact that I am a black belt and that I am from the Gracie family. I've been doing this my whole life and I have X amount of students. And to feel this sense of pride and uh, amazingness because of those things. And the, the truth is, even without me being a black belt, without me being, you know, without me having X amount of students or being a Gracie, I, I still am amazing. Without identifying with those things, I'm still someone that is worth loving and special. Not, not forget someone, I am the most beautiful person in the world. And, and that goes for every single person out there. Just realizing your specialness even before all of the things that we use to build our self-love because those things are here one day and not the next day so even though i said jutsu can't be taken from me there's something can happen to where i can no longer practice jujitsu the way that i do and or let's just say you know 
the success that I have, right? When it comes to, you know, my, my business and my work, that success that can change drastically one day or my relationship. If I identify with my relationship, the fact that I have a wife and I have two children, these things can leave, they can disappear. And even when those things are not around me, I still love myself. So, and I, I love myself simply because I am here to be loved because I'm a person because I'm breathing. That's enough reason to love myself. One of the things that really, really uh, resonates with me from what you said is this practice that we have with facing fear through jujitsu. And, and so we're, we're, we're able to take more chances and be open to take more risk. Mm -hmm. I feel from my own personal experience, for a long time, I didn't want to be in a long-term relationship. And if I'm honest about it, it was because I feared a lot of the things I felt could potentially go wrong. And so over time, being empowered by some of what I was doing, it made me become more comfortable saying, hey, let's just see what happens. Let's, let's, let's just do it. Yes. Um, let's, let's face it. It's okay. Yes. Even if you face it, and you simply enjoy it it's good for like i mentioned before two weeks or two months or two years and then it all ends horribly don't think about the the end right appreciate the two days the two months so anything that you do any moment right it's nothing is guaranteed nothing is forever and it's e even my own wife I, have, I need to look at my wife today and look at her from a place of i love you and i appreciate you and today is a beautiful day with you i have no idea what's coming tomorrow or this evening and i'm just happy to be sharing right now with you and we don't live enough for right now we live we live way in the past and the future absolutely i think that's a great way to um to, to wrap up our, our conversation today. I'm aware you're so busy, man. And I, I, I sincerely appreciate your time today. Thank you so much to everybody that's been involved. As I say, we've been talking about love this week. Next week, we'll be talking about ownership, ownership of experiences and feelings and so on. And uh, we just want to encourage you to stay positive, keep doing what you're doing, share in the group, keep that energy going. And if there's anything else we can assist with, feel free to connect. Uh, please check out Gracie University for those that are interested and um, follow uh, Professor here on Gracie on Instagram and so on and look at some of the most amazing posts and stuff that he shares around philosophy and, and life and jujitsu lifestyle also, which I, which I love too. So um, thank you, everybody. Thank you again, uh, Professor here on Gracie. Thank you so much, man. I'll probably message you after I end this meeting. Um, so we thank can you. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate this this moment right now and i'm gonna look into joining this group how to join this group <laughs> we'll hook you up bro we'll get you a hook up man it's all good <laughs> all right brother much blessings man nice one thank you guys